all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by Small Cases. Invest in ready-made portfolios created by professionals. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 21st of October. It's also voting day in the assembly elections in the states of Maharashtra and Haryana. We'll get to the key talking points of those elections in just a bit. First, let me take you through the top news from over the weekend. The Enforcement Directorate on Saturday conducted searches at about a dozen premises of Tivan Housing Finance Corporation or DHFL and other linked firms in connection with its money laundering probe against Iqbal Mirchi, an aide of Dawood Ibrahim, according to officials. They said the raids are being conducted in and around Mumbai under the provisions of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. DHFL gave loans worth nearly 2,200 crore rupees to Sunblink Real Estate, the firm at the heart of investigations into Mirchi's financial dealings. The government is planning to invite preliminary bids for selling 100% stake in Air India next month and has gotten some interest already, according to the PTI. Debt continues to remain an overhang for the national carrier, though. It's sitting on a debt pile of around 58,000 crore rupees and huge accumulated losses. Reliance Geo Infocom has alleged that the recent review of interconnect user charges by the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India will affect the regulator's credibility. The company said that the move protects vested interest of some old operators and argues that the tries move is arbitrary, bad in law, unwarranted and anti-poor. Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has said that negotiations between the US and India on a trade deal are going on at full speed and expressed hopes that they will be concluded soon. The ongoing trade deal negotiations briefly came up for discussion during a meeting between Sitaraman and US Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin at a recent event at the IMF. Mnuchin is scheduled to visit India early next month. Amazon and Flipkart have been asked to disclose the names of their top five sellers on their platform, price lists of goods of preferred vendors and the kind of support provided to sellers, according to a PTI report quoting unnamed sources. The Department for Promotion of Industry and Internal Trade in separate questionnaires to these companies has also asked them to share their capital structure, business model and inventory management system. These questions were sent to them after several complaints were made to the department by the Confederation of All India Traders that e-commerce companies have been violating the foreign direct investment policy in the garb of mega festive sales. In international news, President Donald Trump changed his mind about using his Trump National Doral Golf Course in Miami as the venue of the 2020 Group of Seven meeting after facing widespread criticism that he was using a major government event for personal gain. The search will start for a new location, including the possibility of using Camp David, he said in a tweet late on Saturday night. In earlier posts, Trump had defended the decision to pick the resort on the basis of the venue's various amenities.
All right, as you know, the markets are shut today and that's because we have assembly elections in two states, uh, one right here in Maharashtra and the other in Haryana. I'm joined now by Kaushik Vaidya, my colleague who's been tracking elections not just in these two states but also the general elections a few months past and well, everything to do with politics really. Kaushik, what are we talking about with uh, these two states and what's at stake? Well, Alex, this Maharashtra and Haryana election is the first set of assembly elections after the Lok Sabha election results in May. So in that, these results that will be declared on Thursday after today's voting concludes will reflect the extent to which the BJP continues to carry some of that momentum that that big win in May got the party. Okay. Uh, But what is at stake really for the BJP uh, per se? Well, the BJP would want to improve its record of being able to retain power in states after Prime Minister Modi took office in 2014. Let me take you back there. Do remember in that cycle, each of these states and those that followed, Maharashtra, Haryana, Jharkhand, Uttar Pradesh, Assam, the BJP was the challenging party that won power and began to administer the government in those states. In states that the BJP already held, Gujarat, the BJP's tally fell, And in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh, the BJP lost to the Congress. Remember that each of those three states that that the BJP lost in December, you had farmer distress as well as caste-related protests that had troubled each of those four state administrations in Gujarat as well. Well, that's happened to an extent in Maharashtra and Haryana as well. Mm -hmm. But the impression is that after a shaky start, both Devendra Fadnavis in Maharashtra and Manohar Lal Khattar in Haryana have been able to control some of that disenchantment better than what happened perhaps uh, in Gujarat to an extent and the farmer distress that happened in Madhya Pradesh last year. Now, okay, so that more or less talks about uh, to a certain extent what the state of play is, but I believe that there are more moving parts to talk about here. That's right. Uh, Over the last five years, Prime Minister Modi and uh, BJP President Amit Shah have made a pitch to voters to bring in BJP governments at the state level in order to to do what they call a double engine of growth and development, and that's what they phrased it. Mm. These two states are the first test cases or whether that double engine, so to speak, has delivered for, to voters what they want for their government. Mm. Are these state governments delivering and at administering the kind of programs that Mr. Modi announces at the center? Mm. Remember that the on-ground administration of a lot of these central schemes happens as a level, a block level and state government that's pushing through some of these schemes. Yeah. Is that being carried through by the people Mr. Modi has identified as the apt administrator of these states in his name. Okay, and and actually that brings me to uh, the next point, which is really the Modi power that the BJP has depended upon in past elections. Is that something that's going to play a part this time around? Or are there other factors at play? Yes, so we saw uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi conducting rallies across both states for the last few weeks. But I'd say to a lesser extent than in 2014. When these states went uh, to voters in 2014, it was primarily in Mr. Modi's name. Remember that back then, Devendra Fadnavis as well as Manohar Lal Khattar were chosen as chief minister's post or brought to that post by Mr. Modi and Mr. Shah and not as a result of mandates in their own name. Um, these were the people that people knew that they were voting for. Now, five years down, both have been able to consolidate power uh, both within their state parties and outside uh, to a significant extent. So it's Mr. Modi 
who does rallies and but also now notice that in each of these election holdings, you're seeing these chief ministers' uh, pictures being given equal measure to the prime minister. In that, they also benefit from the fact that in both states, the opposition is severely divided. You've mm. seen a spate of desertions in, from the Congress and Charat Pawar's NCP mm. towards the BJP and the Shiv Sena in Maharashtra. In Haryana, you've seen the Congress... Uh, have severe factional fights. The INLD, the Indian National Lokdal that used to be run by the Chautala family has, has been divided and has had a breakaway faction because again the Chautala family split last year. So the BJP ha- and its incumbent chief ministers have the advantage that it is going into this election today with a severely divided opposition that's yeah. unable to cohese together uh, against a government that's been in power for five years. Now, so very clear, uh, lots of talking points, uh, particularly with regard to whether or not the opposition can uh, really uh, hold together Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Uh, Just a small point uh, to all our listeners, if you do happen to be in Maharashtra or Haryana, to go out and vote. Thank you so much, Kaushik, for joining me on this conversation. Always happy to do this. I'd like to remind our listeners also that over the course of the day, we'll have a lot more coverage on BloombergQuint.com, so don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.